Welcome back to the Evidence for Faith podcast with Michael Lane. If you're enjoying our content and would like to help us keep making more episodes on this podcast, you can become a donor at evidenceforfaith.org slash give. That's evidence, the number four, faith.org slash give. And while you're on the website, make sure to check out some of the other things we got going on, like our specialty programs. We've got one in marine biology, which is an entire marine biology course down in the Florida Keys. And it's great for students ages 14 and up. We also have our biblical archaeology tour in Israel with archaeologists Dr. Stephen Notley. That's coming up very, very soon. So make sure to check those out. And we also have our bookings calendar open. So if you're looking for a speaker to come speak at your event, church, group, school, whatever it may be, make sure to get in your request in right away. And finally, if you have enjoyed a particular series on this podcast, or you want to go back and look at a particular episode, our courses page has every single series we've ever done on the podcast nicely organized in its own course page. And sometimes there's a few extra little downloads and things you can use if you want to go back and study a particular series or share it with a friend or a family. All these links are going to be down in the description if you want to refer back to them after you're done listening to today's episode. And with that, thanks for being here and I'll let Michael take it away. Hi, welcome to Evidence for Faith. It's Michael Lane, your host, as we're exploring the armor of God. I mean, why else would I be dressed like this, right? I mean, not going to a cocktail party. Um, so you can see I'm wearing a breastplate. I bet you can't guess what we're doing today. Right, we're doing the, uh, the sword. No, we're doing the breastplate of righteousness. But as we're going through this series, again, we're looking at each piece of the armor individually. And remember, now Paul grew up seeing these soldiers all his life seeing this armor. And under the influence of the Holy Spirit, God told him to compare spiritual warfare with what the Romans were wearing at the time, these pieces of armor and stuff. So as we explore this, it's it's so fascinating as we go through and look at all these pieces. And again, the order, if you followed in the last lesson, the order of these things as they appear in the text is very important because God actually um, using the Greek here, the Greek is set up that God is giving Paul the, the importance of each piece in order. And a lot of times we would think, well, the, the sword of the Spirit is probably the most important. The helmet of salvation be first. No, the belt of truth was very important, as we just got done learning in, in the previous lesson, how we cinch everything up so it doesn't, uh, we don't get hindered by anything, by God's truth. We wrap ourselves in God's truth. And today we're going to be talking about, in this lesson, the breastplate of righteousness. And if you're wondering, where did I get this? This is made, uh, actually, it's a, the type for movie props. It's the same company that makes them for movies, made this. It's custom made. Um, and it's, it fits me like a glove. I love this thing. I love wearing it. It's very comfortable, actually. But as we get into this, let's take a look at the actual passage. We're always, for each piece, I want to go back and look at the original paragraph where we find the armor of God. So let's take a look. This is in Ephesians chapter 6, and we're reading from verse 10 through verse 20. And again, this is in one paragraph, this whole passage, one paragraph. You're going to see that that's important when we get to the last piece, why I keep bringing that up. But I'm going to be reading it out of the English Standard Version, so let's go ahead and let's take a look at this. It reads, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, 
uh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that the words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Now, that's our passage, and we're going to focus today on Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, and, and look back at this, and this is going to be the breastplate of righteousness. And it reads, Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the breastplate of righteousness. Now, there were different types of breastplates that the Romans used. Um, most common soldiers, when they first entered the army, army would be given uh, leather, a leather breastplate, be very, very thick leather. The thick leather would be good for, you know, uh, a blow, not a direct blow or a stab, but uh, it would ref uh, deflect off little things. Some arrows, if it hits at an angle, might be able to be deflected. Um, leather is okay. Um, leather was used for armor for a long time before metal was actually introduced as um, into armor. So, but it's expensive to have metal. The leather um, breastplates were a lot cheaper, so people just coming into the ar into the army and into the legionnaires and stuff, they they would just be usually wearing the leather. Officers and people who have been in for a while, who have got a lot more experience and have uh, been paid more and stuff like this, they could have metal ones made. Some are full breastplate, just full solid piece, but most of them that they wore, unlike what you see in a lot of movies, were these made with strips of metal that were bolted and, and held together with straps and things and then tied together. This is a typical Legionnaire's um, breastplate. As you can see that this is uh, nice, it goes all the way around, it protects, so you're protected in the back, you're protected in the front, and this is a great piece of weapon. It's great for deflecting, like if a sword comes over. It's, you can see, a sword hitting this thing is not gonna do a lot of damage and stuff. It just bounces off. So it is a very, very effective piece of weaponry and armor to wear as we go into battle. Now, how does this thing work? And why, what is it called? What's the reference that the Holy Spirit tells Paul to tell us as to what this represents as we do battle, daily battle against evil forces that are all around us? It's called the breastplate of righteousness, righteousness. So what it does, it helps us and protects us from 
arrows, just take it literally, arrows coming. They're gonna have a harder time going through this. If, if they hit at an angle, they're gonna be deflected off. There's little places that they might be able to hit, like under the arm or something like that, if the soldier's arm is raised up or whatever. But all the vitals, notice it doesn't go down like a suit of armor you'd find in medieval days. It doesn't go all the way to the floor. It was just basically protecting the vitals, the heart, the lungs, um, and things like this, the most vital areas, which is where the enemy would always focus, there in the head. We'll talk about that one with the helmet. But it's protecting these things against the blasting, uh, 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 a blow of a sword or uh, a, uh, a blow from a spear or something. These will be more easily deflected using this. So it protects the vital, protects your heart, your lungs, where you breathe and stuff like this. So breastplate of righteousness. Well, this brings up a point. What's righteousness? What is righteousness? What's, what's this mean? Breastplate of righteousness. Well, let me tell you, first of all, what it is not. And sometimes, God bless them, some pastors sometimes teach this incorrectly. Um, when it's, Paul is telling us that this is the breastplate of righteousness, he's not talking about the righteousness that God imparts to us when we, be, we receive Christ and we are saved, when, when we become Christians, and now God declares us righteous in his eyes. That's not what this is talking about. Um, though I've heard that preached from the pulpit at times, or I've read it in some commentary, that is not correct. Um, that is not the type of righteousness this is talking about. Um, if that was the case, you know, um, it's, we wouldn't have to put it on because we'd already be wearing it. Paul is specifically telling us in this passage to put on these pieces of armor. So this is something that Christians have to put on every single day is what it's talking about. So if it was the righteousness that God imparts to us because we're saved, hey, we don't have to put it on because we're already wearing it, correct? We already got it on because we're saved. No, Paul is telling us something different. This is righteousness that even Christians have to wear. Do you notice and remember, this is written to the Ephesian church. This is written to Christians. So Christians get this and Christians have to put this on. So it's not the righteousness that is imparted to us when we become Christians and God um, obliterates our sins. That's not what it's talking about. This is a type of righteousness that we need to put on daily. We have to consciously put this on. So we're not already wearing it, in other words. So remember, it's written to a church in Ephesus to wear this. And Paul is telling us, you're going to go into battle every day, put this on, put this on. And it's a command to put it on. So it's something we have to do, but it's righteousness. What is, what is this talking about? What kind of righteousness does a Christian need to put on daily? When you get up in the morning, what type of righteousness does a Christian have to put on to go out and live his life in the evil world all around us? There's this, you know, what is the puzzling thing here? What, what's the answer to this? Well, it's really simple actually, because the breastplate of righteousness is, are you ready? Ready for this? This is important. Obedience. Obedience to God. That's what Paul is talking about. Another word for this would be righteous living. That's what we need to do. Because Christians, we still mess up. We still sin. But the thing is, Paul is saying, 
You clothe yourself in obedience every day to what God says. What was in his word, that's what you live by. That's what you protect yourself, protect your heart, protect yourself with this thing. And you put obedience to God as your, as your priority. Before you even get out of bed, you put this thing on. As we've already talked about um, in the introduction to this series, these are things that um, you wear constantly. So the gospel of truth, the, the belt of truth, is something that you wear constantly. This, and I'll tell you, this is a pain to put on. To be totally honest, this is not the easiest thing to get on. When I first bought this thing, I, I did not know this, but then I found out afterwards, the first time I put it on, a, um, the soldier himself has a very difficult time putting this on. It really is easy when you have another person help you put it on and lace it up. It works so much easier. There's sort of a lesson there on the side, too, because um, going to, ch uh, to church and stuff, being surrounded by fellow Christians helps protect you at times and helps us to live in obedience to God. So going to church is really important. I know today the, the fad is to just sit at home and watch it on Zoom or something, but you're missing uh, so many points about not being with other believers and helping each other and putting on these things. So that's one thing I learned about this. Um, it, it needed somebody else to sort of help you put it on. It makes it a lot easier. Same thing going through life. We want to live obedient to God, but if we try and just isolate ourselves from other Christians, we have a hard time. If we associate with other Christians weekly or uh, many times a week, it's so much easier to do this, to wear this. Um, so it's righteous living. This breastplate represents um, obedience to God. What God has given us in his, his word, his 66 love letters, us following that. That's what the breastplate represents. And that's what we want to, to, um, to carry every single day. So another name, as I said, this breastplate of holy living. There's another way to describe it. It's a breastplate of holy living. We are called to be holy because God is holy. So putting on the breastplate of righteousness every single day means I'm going to live a holy life as much as I possibly can today. With the help of God from what he tells us in his word, I want to be like that. And that's a conscious effort we have to make every single day as we get up. Before you get out of bed tomorrow morning, think about this. I want to be living in obedience to God. I want to live a holy life as best as I can in honor of God. And, and also as a witness to my neighbors and stuff. That's what I want to do. So putting on the breastplate of righteousness, righteousness means to live a holy life. And as I said, from the first lesson, we did the introduction. These are things you wear all the time. So I am meaning to put this on and live a holy life all the time. Not just on Sunday mornings, not just when I'm um, in uh, around a place where there's other Christians that can see me. You wear this all the time. I have a feeling that there's many Christians, they go to certain places and they definitely check this um, in their car or something before they walk into the building or whatever. No, you don't take this off is what this is talking about. This is something that's written in the Greek as if having a permanence that you completely wrap yourself around in this daily. That's what this is talking about. And also it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1, we read, since we have these promises, of course, the promise is coming from God, Beloved, let us cleanse ourselves of every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. We are called to live a holy life. Just because you're a Christian and you have freedom now doesn't mean you can go out and just do whatever you want. You want to live by what God's rules are, the belt of truth. You wrap yourself in what God has said and you hold 
that around to, to keep away the distractions. Any distraction comes up, you check it. What does God say about that concerning that? And don't listen to when Satan says, God did not say. Check it yourself. Just don't listen to some pastor or some, or some Bible teacher. Check it yourself. Make sure that they're telling you the absolute truth on this because God is true. Or here's another verse, and I love this verse. I'm going to read this out of the Net Bible. Um, this is a great Bible, and I love the way it's phrased here. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 15, Like the Holy One who called you, become holy yourselves in all your conduct. That's what this thing is describing, to be holy in all of our conduct. In everything that we do, we wrap ourselves, and we wear this, you don't take it off. Could you imagine going into battle, not wearing this? All the other soldiers in your legion here and in your, um, in your group are wearing this. You go into battle, they're shooting arrows and stuff. Could you imagine walking in with just your bare chest? I mean, that would not be, or just a t-shirt or something. That's not going to be very healthy. You put this on and you make sure each band is in place. If you have like this type, if I go into battle and I'm missing this band right through here, um, guess where the enemy is going to be aiming? Right at my heart. If it's missing over here, what are they going for? They're going to go right into this spot. This is giving them a focal point. Wearing this, you can see the vitals are protected. They're protected. So we need to wear this like that. So putting on the whole armor of God means being holy. That's what this is talking about. And again, 1 Peter chapter 1. Let me read you verses 15 and 16. This is out of the God's Word translation. Very easy to understand. It reads, Because the God who called you is holy, you be must be holy in every aspect of your life scripture says be holy because i'm holy i mean that is a fantastic way of what um an, an english transliteration of what this says in the greek um that in every aspect of our life we are to be holy thus folks it takes a conscious effort to do this we need to put this on daily and we don't take it off so it's something you have to take a conscious effort. That's why Paul says, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, it's not something you're just walking around with all the time. This is the holy living. God calls all of us Christians to wear. When we go out into the world to do battle, we're wearing this. And you have to put this on. That's what that's talking about. So make sure before you go into battle, before you get out of your house, before you get out of your bed in the morning, uh, whatever, that you have no chinks, no missing pieces in your armor because you're going to be very vulnerable then. I mean, you can just imagine if I'm missing some place, that's where the enemy is going to try and strike. That's where he's going to come after me and trying to hit me. But if you're wearing the whole set here, if everything is complete, how much safer we are like that? So I have to ask, is there some sin that you're aware of that you're not confessing and you're not wanting to change on. That's like having one of these bands gone. You know, Christians, remember this is written to Christians. Do you have everything complete? Are you actually having no chinks in your armor that make it weak for you? That's what we're talking about. So that's the armor of God having to do with the breastplate. Breastplate of holy living. Are you wearing it? I challenge you as what Paul and the Holy Spirit tell us us in in Ephesians, do this daily. Make a conscious effort to live a holy guy, uh, life by what God tells us. That's the breastplate of righteousness, and it's something you have to put on daily. Well, I hope you enjoyed this lesson here. I wish you could wear this because this is so much fun. Um, it's, it's so easy to move around in this, um, but I, 
thank you for joining me. And I hope you continue to, to watch the rest of these lessons as they come up, as we talk about the other pieces of the armor of God and seeing what they actually meant and, and how they are portrayed. So until we meet again, take care and may God bless. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you to our donors who make this program possible. Evidence for Faith is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry based in the USA. You can support this broadcast by donating online using the links in the description. And don't forget to leave us a comment, a review, likes, and shares to feed the algorithm and help others find this content. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.